Happy Halloween! This episode was previously recorded on October 31st, 2014. Jim and Aaron are still having lunch every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Join Club Bald Move to watch these lunches live. You can also connect with us on the forums.baldmove.com or on Twitter with the hashtag BaldLunch. Welcome to Lunch with Jim and Aaron. Uh, we are glad that you were able to join us on this Halloween Friday. Woo! Ooh, spooky. I'm looking at the Steam Halloween sale right now. Oh, is there one? Yeah. Um, uh, on a bunch of horror games. So we've got uh, the Q&A app turned on, and we'll let you guys queue up some questions if you'd like. In the meantime, Jim and I will while away, while away the time. Uh, your... your sound dampening foam is just wildly crooked this on this podcast jim mine, I think is. mine is too. yours is look at we, that we gotta get this shit nailed down it's 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 a horror show i'm saying Tell horror me, show I'm a crooked. lot ever since i started the american horror story yeah i'm saying a horror and, show more than i ever had before which was already considerable and you also mix up american horror story with american horror show yeah so. i actually started the podcast <laughs> saying it's the american horror show podcast yeah had to start it about six different times we're gonna talk about some spooky stuff Mm. I've been on a horror binge. I'm no longer referring to myself as a horror virgin or horror noob. I am a Good. hardcore horror aficionado at this point. I have got nerves of steel, ice water run through my veins. You got to. Last got to. Friday, I went to uh, The Haunt at Kings Island, like I said. I might have called it Fear Fest. I think it's actually technically called The Haunt. Okay, Fear Fest is the AMC thing. Yeah, yeah. So they... Just, just if you weren't on last week, they pump the theme park full of fog. They turn off probably 90% of the lights. And they murder people. They murder people. <laughs> they hire a bunch of what they call scarers that dress up as monsters and just scare the shit out of people in the park. And they're quite good at it. They hide in the dark areas. They hide behind trash cans. There's a couple more acrobatic ones where they can, they've got knee, knee plates on their uh, metal plates on their knees and shoes, and they can run at you and slide and send a shower of sparks and go like, <sighs> and stick to the grass. Yeah, that's, it's that's <laughs> stick to the grass. It's the only way to be safe. Yep. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. And they, they shut down all the big rides like the Banshee, the Beast, Vortex, huh. etc. are still running. Oh, oh, those but, are still running. But they do shut down like the Bat and some of the lesser, a lot of the kitty attractions. Snoopy Land or whatever. <laughs> a lot of the arcades are turned into uh, just giant haunted houses. And there's something huh. like 20 haunted houses. A lot of the paths that you go down to get from one area to another, they converted into haunted houses. Like there was a Louisiana Bayou with like voodoo priests and uh, crocodiles Ooh. that would slide out at you and stuff like that. <laughs> nice. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I, I hit about six of them and I did, I mean, I, I definitely got jump scared, uh -huh. but my reaction previously when I've attempted something like this, I just felt incredibly stressed out even thinking about it. Sure. And this time I was just having fun. And I realized that I started having fun when I stopped looking for the scares. Like I'm just going to walk <laughs> through this house and somebody will jump out and scare me from time to time. I will see. There's one really cool one. There was a called urgent scare. It was set up as a, like a hospital that had been overrun by deranged patients. And there was one where you walk past a gurney and like a chestburster style alien was on this like a big wheel, kind of like a, imagine like half a wheel uh -huh. that they could rotate out. So this big arc thing came and like snapped right at your face. <laughs> uh, that was really technically impressive and got me pretty good. Nice. Uh, um, there was this one wax museum thing mm. where the conceit was uh, this Madame Fatale was turning living people into wax statues. Yeah. And one of the fun part is they'd made up the actors. Like these were, most of the actors were just like teenagers and you know, you could, you know, they stuck, they were covered in blood or they stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah. But these, they'd seem like they might've actually gone to like the UC and got some drama school students <laughs> okay. and they made them up professionally. And they uh -huh. did like something where they made their skin look kind of tacky. And it was very hard to tell which were the real wax people and which were the, the fake people. Yeah. And they would That's startle you. Setup. 
they would startle you. And they had this one scene where you actually go in a factory where they're making people and you can see like wax dripping down over people, over images of people. Hmm. And at one point they had this wall of like hands that were coming out and the whole wall was moving towards you at a very slow speed, but it was pitch black except for a strobe camera. (laughs) So as you're walking through this very long tunnel, it's like kind of snuck up on you. It's like, is that thing coming at me? Yeah. And it was just, it wasn't particularly frightening. It was just a really cool effect. Yeah. Um, they had Kill Mart, which was like a Kmart overrun by zombies. And there was just zombies okay. running around with uh, intestines chewing on them. And mm-hmm. uh, that was really fun. The one that I really wanted to see was uh, Carnival, which is a circus theme. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very fitting in with the American Horror Story freak show season. Yeah. Lots of killer clowns. Um <laughs> Lots of loud noises and uh, jump scares. I'm trying to think if there's other stand. Oh, Club Blood. Which oh, the sexy vampire club. Surprisingly <laughs> erotic vampire club. No, I mean, they had. What, what's the age limit on this thing? Well, that's the thing. Is there a low it's age limit? 13 and up recommended, but. 13 and up. I saw a lot of little kids, like five and six year old kids running around this park. Some of them looked like they were in the state of pant shitting terror. Uh huh. Some uh-huh. of them looking like they had a fun time. And they also, they're selling for the first time this year what they called the uh, the no scare tag. It's a glowing <laughs> necklace that you can buy for $5 and wear it. And supposedly the scares are not supposed to scare you. But they, you also okay. are not allowed in the haunted houses with those on. Because okay, that was my good, first concern. I'm good. like, what if I get stuck in a group yeah. where half of them are wearing this bullshit? This is no fun. Yeah. But apparently that just prevents you from being scared in the park at large. But Okay. A lot of people are wearing them. They're making money hand over fist so, for opting out of the point that you're being there, you know? Yeah. Well, I get it. Like, there are people who still want to ride rides. Or they're uh, with their teenagers that love the stuff. A lot of moms wearing yeah. the bracelets. Yeah, you don't want your grandpa getting scared into a heart attack in this mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there, there are probably people who just want to go there and ride rides like it's a normal Kings Island day, but sure. they can't because the whole park is shut down for a month. And it's super cool. Like there was a full bright moon. Yeah. And riding the beast in the nighttime beast rides are fun anyway. Mm-hmm. But when you add like really crisp autumn air and the lights are, it's pitch black except for the moonlighting. <laughs> oh, it God. is. It's like you are in a horror show. Yeah. Like the loud sounds rattling through those rickety shacks. It feels like you're, you're a, a serial killer is dragging you through the woods and taking mm-hmm. to a shed and killing you. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, curious about the logistics of this thing like because you know king's island you've never been to a fear scare scare fest or whatever fuck yeah yeah uh fear scare the thing Um, i'll say it every possible permutation (laughs) before this this (laughs) lunch is over uh my question is like do you do you see this thing being built like i don't so i know that king's island at some point showing a little bit of our too much of our lighting system for my comfort much of our our pvc shitty yeah. <laughs> yeah. work light lighting system uh i know that this thing uh that at some point during the year king's island shuts down during the weekdays yes so do they take the weekdays to set this up and you never see it being set up or is it some, no. uh, like a process where leading up to october you see like sure. oh well the arcades are closed because the remodeling is haunted houses yeah i mean they, they basically lots of plywood boards Okay. Lots of stuff that's just staged out in the open, like huh. in end of uh, towards the middle of September, you'll start seeing the tombstones popping up on Main Street. You'll mm-hmm. start seeing them stage the uh, uh, the, the skeletons, and there's some really they did a lot of cool things with pneumatic technology. Yeah, yeah. Like there's these uh, man. Do you know what the imps in Doom Three look like? No. Um, okay, well, there are these like kind of alien demon looking things that were very realistic, like Hollywood prop quality, and they're like six or seven, eight feet tall, and they're staged along this particular street. But one of them is equipped with pneumatics, where it's like 10 foot away, and in like the space of a second, it will jump towards you. It's all in a roped off area, so it couldn't possibly hurt a person, mm-hmm. but it actually jumps out at you and does like a swiping motion with its arms. Hmm. And it makes a very loud, you know, when the pneumatics go off. It's, yeah. oh my God, it scares the shit out of people. <laughs> There's another one on the other side of park. It's an enormous, um, like, jack-in-the-box uh-huh. that plays this beep, 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 like, creepy music. And 
about 30 seconds before it goes off, the music stops, mm-hmm. and this enormous demon cloud clown jumps out of the thing. And it was it's super fun to just kind of post up in that area and watch people lose their shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that's... really fun to get a slice of pizza on Main Street and just watch the scares go to work <laughs> on like teenage girls. Will they scare you while you're eating? Um, are, what are the rules? Like, I'm it curious. It seems like there there must be like a don't be a dick. Yeah. Because they will come like, up. What about bathroom etiquette? Like, are they in the stalls waiting for you? It, it feels like they like they'll come up and approach you when you're eating or you're standing mm. in line. But if you give off the like, I don't want you to be here vibes, they'll push off. Okay. Whereas if you're just walking around, there's they can't touch you. Yeah. But I saw them just like follow like two or three of them follow a pack of girls just being creepy, just like, you know, following and going after Shamblegate and why is they're uh-huh. shrieking for like hundreds of feet. Nice. But uh, yeah. Yeah. You really want to you want to hunt in packs that way. You want to have some creepy guys following them and then wait for them to round a corner and then really get them with the from the other side. Yeah, there's an interesting thing they do at the very front of the gates. They've got this like little parapet thing, like an old haunted castle set up in front of the fountains. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy who I think he calls himself the tailor. And he's he Tim the tool man. <laughs> um, he looks like kind of like a Mad Hatter type character. And he's like got blood dripping from his hands. But he's very funny. And he's and he's got this crazy voice. And he just heckles everyone coming into the park. <laughs> And he's he's got this. You're gonna shit your pants. He like no, he will like particularly pick people out of the crowd to make fun of. And if you try to talk back to him, he eviscerates you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I saw many a teenager and young punk completely emotionally destroyed by this guy. And he does like every thirty <laughs> minutes, he gets up there and he holds court, and then he goes back down. And at the end of the night, like oh. it closes at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Midnight on, he does a whole show, and all the scares kind of like come to the front of the park. So it's like a gauntlet you have to run to get out of the park of people just lunging, you know, wow, lunging so at leave you and before scaring. Midnight, if you don't, saying. yeah, if, unless you got a boo necklace or some bullshit like that. Oh yeah. Um, but no, I thought That's cool. Sounds it, like fun. It was cool. It, if uh, I guess all the Cedar Points, um, there's like I don't know, 15 Cedar Point owned mm-hmm. uh, places do that. So I would highly recommend it. Um, and uh, it was free with my gold pass. So what the hell. Nice. The other thing I've been doing is watching tons of horror movies. Yep. Uh, I've seen Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Um, seen interview. Uh, saw uh, The Conjuring, which is supposedly one of the scariest movies of last year. And it's incredibly well made. I didn't think it on IMDb and see which ones these are. Cause... So this, you know, Annabelle, the creepy doll. This was like the prequel to Annabelle. Yeah, it's no. the one that's like they're advertising right now. And it's supposedly based on the true story. It's supposedly based on the same paranormal investigation investigators that were behind the Am- Amityville horror. Oh, okay. I haven't seen this one. Um, but I thought it was it was pretty scary as far as it goes. But I'm not having this thing like two years ago, I watched Paranormal Activity. And the only way I could cope uh-huh. was by physically looking away from the screen. <laughs> Instead like, of doing like there's the, the, the camera, I would actually kind of lose focus and look 20 degrees off axis while the scary thing was happening or sure. the tension was building for the scary thing. And then the jump scare would happen. And then I would re-engage. That, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. When you, when it's too much, you just, you, you know, just disassociate. Yeah. You don't, you don't get up and leave. Cause you know, it's, right. it's a horror movie. It's, you're supposed to be scared. Right. You just, but you, you just take a little break. You just kind of nope out within yourself. Yeah, but yeah. I felt this like I'm becoming a horror veteran. You're you're learning the tricks of the trade here. But but I'm not doing that anymore because I'm not yeah. looking for the scare. Um, you know, like what do you mean? Because so much of the tension, you just don't give in to the tension. You just well, don't feel no, it anymore. I feel or? it, but it's not like this. It doesn't stress me out like before when paranormal activity would like just you know because the conceit of that is it's, yeah. it's unattended camera and the camera just pan back, mm-hmm. pan forth pan sometimes nothing would happen yeah sometimes it pan it pan oh fuck <laughs> and the dread of like the oh fuck moment is yeah. what what made me feel like i was having a heart attack throughout the whole movie that's, now that's I'm, the part that's the good part man but now i'm just watching it and when when something happened like they make good use of this family plays a game where they blindfold one person and then the per- they get three claps like they'll walk into a room and they'll be like clap and everyone that's hiding does a clap and then they move closer. Like Marco Polo. Marco Polo, but yeah. you only allowed three claps in the house. Okay. There's one point where it's just the it's in broad daylight, 
which is hard to get made creepy. Uh-huh. But the and it's early in the movie, so this isn't really a spoiler. Um, but and it doesn't and it sets up an even way scarier moment at the at the end. I'm just I don't know why I'm doing this. I've had a lot of people bust my chops for spoilers this week. Spoiler alert. So uh anyway, she's she's playing with this four-year-old girl. Well, that's another thing. If you're making a creepy movie and you want to affect Aaron, get a lot of little kids involved. Get sure. a lot of little kids involved, so I'm scared for them. Children of the corn. I haven't seen they're that the one. monsters in that one. So oh, okay. probably not scared for them. Yeah, I might not even be scared of them because if they can't physically hurt me, I don't find them frightening. That's one of the other things about the haunted houses <laughs> uh-huh. is once I realize these kids are like 17, 18 year olds, they just lost all ability. They could, they could jump scare me. But if you shamble well, up to me and I'm a foot taller than you and you look like you've got zits and clearasil on your face, you're not going to be able to scare me. But they can't touch you anyway. So even if it's a seven and a half foot, 700 pound guy you're not gonna you're well not there's this one six foot six ghoulish dude that was patrolling the front and he was intimidating and he yeah. is also a very good actor like a lot of these guys also um you know i'm walking around and i've got like a knit cap on and my beard out and i'm this big dude i found a lot of scares like would break eye contact with me you know, like I'm just gonna again, like I said, I just go in full time mean mugging these guys. Yeah. Um, this guy wouldn't. He was just giving me the creepy dead eyed stare and just met me and <laughs> and uh, then started lurching towards me. And I'm like, you know, your rational mind is like, this guy's an actor. Yeah. Yeah. But your monkey brain is like, shit's gonna go down. This is a ghoul. <laughs> this and is he, a ghoul. He looks like he can tie you in knots. He's and gonna he's turn af- my soul into a pretzel. And he's not afraid of you. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, there's a scene where this this mother is blindfolded and she's playing this clap game and she goes into this room where something already is creepy happened. It's a and it's got like a, a, lion, um, a lion witch in a wardrobe style wardrobe closet. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's following this clap noise. And when she walks into the room, she's blindfolded and the 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 armory slowly opens up and you see all these old clothes and she's like, all right, second clap. And you see his ghostly pair of hands come out of the wardrobe and go. And then she go. And that's the one scene that really or one of like two scenes that really. But instead of like feeling the dread, I just felt this like really full body, like hair standing on my neck shiver. Yeah, but it was okay. more of a fun sensation. Uh-huh. I don't know if this is interesting to anybody. I'm basically <laughs> describing if you took a 32 year old man that never seen a horror movie <laughs> and then expose him to the walking dead and slowly ramped up, this is the psychological process that you could go through. Sure. And, uh, I just went through it when I was like 15. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And the, the other thing is, um, it's funny cause my sister is still, she's like this control subject mm-hmm. and I've been trying to get her to come over to watch scary movies with me. And she's like, no, because she's basically me five years ago. She's like, no fucking way. Yeah. I won't sleep. You don't understand. You don't sleep. And I'm like, I understand. I understand what you mean. But I kind of want to watch another person go through this effect. Uh-huh. But I never experienced a thing where I was afraid in my own house. Have you ever experienced that where you watch something scary and then you like can't sleep or you have to yeah. sleep with the lights on? Oh, yeah. No. I, uh, and I've had some, some pretty scary uh, experiences as well. Would you like to talk? This is the Halloween episode. I know. I know. I think it's a good time for it. Do you want to relax our rational, rational, uh, scientific (laughs) determination, determinist worldview? And sure. No, I I mean, this is, you know, it's not, it's not something that is out of the realm of explainability, certainly. Oh, well, Uh, but it it creeped the shit out of me. Okay. Uh, So I, I, at some point, maybe 10 years ago, was, helping to remodel this old building, this old office building, five stories uh, in the center of Shelbyville, Indiana, if anybody's familiar. Little, uh, yeah, little shithole, low population, uh, backwoods, like bullshit town. Uh, And it was me and a friend of mine, and he, we were living on the fifth floor of this thing and helping to remodel it during the days. so he he had a dog, uh, a boxer. And um, one night I was at home, you know, fifth, fifth story of this office building. And you got you to gotta kind of describe the office building. So the fifth floor was remodeled. It was like an IT office. 
Okay. Um, but like, like you'd expect. All right. You know, uh, but all the cubes were cleared out, so there were like big open rooms and stuff, long hallways, uh, like a kitchen area sort of thing. Uh-huh. Uh But the 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 bottom four floors and the basement were all completely unmodeled and like just torn to shit like hadn't been used in 30 years and this right. and you could tell because like all of the decorations were like these 50s uh like office tables and like these really shitty 70s 80s wood paneling on all the walls and stuff and the basement was super creepy there were like old doors just thrown down there and all of it was like in pools of water and rotting and dis- like this was straight out of a horror movie yeah no doubt about it um and so i'm at home and I'm by myself, except for his dog, which he left at home because he was out doing something uh-huh. late at night. Um, and I'm watching TV, and all of a sudden, the dog starts going crazy, just barking and yelping and screaming at this uh, at the door of the room. And I'm like, okay, what what's going on here? So I open up the door. The dog takes off down the hallway. <laughs> yeah, and he goes to a stairwell. And he just starts barking and barking at this door. I didn't hear anything. I heard nothing. But the dog is going crazy. I'm like, what is happening here? What is going on? And I was like, okay, this is creepy. This is really creepy. So in my head, I'm I'm like, all right, probably not supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Run through the possibility. Yeah, because I don't believe in that shit. Uh, the other possibility, like, um mid 20s okay. like 25 so not a decade ago maybe like seven years uh but i'm running through the possibilities i'm like okay maybe somebody's in the building maybe somebody like got in the front door somehow but like it's all locked up right like and i, and I know i'm the only person in this place right. at the time um but he'll he'll like not go that crazy when like his owner's coming home sure. or whatever like this is something wrong. And right? so I'm like, oh well, maybe maybe my friend came back. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, well, that doesn't really make sense because he he will wait at the door when he hears something like that, but he doesn't go crazy. Yeah. And so I waited. I waited like 15 minutes, and no, he he didn't come home. The dog was going crazy for like a good five minutes at least. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, what is that? I don't know. It just creeped me out, man. Because I I never found out what it was. All right. It's just creepy. So I have a story. Yeah. That I have. I mean, this happened when I was seven. I have another good story. All right. Okay. Cool. We'll swap, we'll swap scary stories to tell the dark. We should kill. The Sounds good. Life. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's bring them down. All right. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The flow of the monitor as well. We lost the the monitor. I don't think we lost the monitor. Can uh, they see us? They can see us. We're okay. This actually might be too much. We might want to bring at least the studio lights back up. Yeah, bring studio lights and kill. We'll kill two of them. Okay. We need to do this proper, goddammit. One more. This, that, that one. We'll just do bookcase lights. Okay, bookcase lights. I think I just disheveled my foam again. All right, this is this is acceptable, I think. All right. Um, uh, and give me the, the monitor again. Right. Yeah. You can see. You can see. <laughs> we should have done this beforehand. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a... It's oh, evolving, that's perfect. It's evolving thing. Yeah. So, um, I'm seven years old, and I feel I feel like it's around Halloween. Mm-hmm. It was definitely in the fall time, because I remember there's, like, leaves blowing down the street. But I woke up, like, at 2 o'clock in the morning feeling kind of chilled. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I had this compulsion to go to the window and look outside, and it was a <laughs> like a full moon type of night. Okay. And there was a dude in a black robe <laughs> strolling down my front seat. In, in, and I lived out in the middle of a cornfield. It was like uh-huh. an A-frame edition. Walking down the street, and I like shit my – I like it's one of those things where you look at it, and then you double take like, oh, I, that was a trick of mine, and it's still there. Yeah. 
and like maybe it was three seconds and I fucking shut the curtains and I went back to bed and I and I I, I huddled in my bed for like a half hour. Sure. Until I had the courage sure. to go look at it again. Now yeah. there's two possibilities. Okay. Number one The devil. Number one is yeah, number one is the devil. Here's the other thing. We should have been doing we should have been <laughs> uh we should have been doing this the whole time. The first possibility <laughs> was it was the devil. <laughs> oh. um, but I, the first possibility, which is most likely, is I was asleep. And this is a dream that I had. Just completely a dream? Everything was a dream. Okay. The second possibility was just some jerk off in the neighborhood wearing dark clothes um walking down the street and it was windy and the leaves blowing and my brain yeah. you know your brain does a lot of weird pattern matching mm-hmm. and just provided the horrific thing kind of like i kind of remember a couple of times where i used to have when i was a real little kid this plastic giraffe <laughs> it was like four foot tall and it had yeah. like posts coming out of its neck that you hung clothes on okay and once in a while i'd wake up and i'd see that in the shadows and it looked like a dude standing in the corner of my room and I'm yeah like, oh it's my giraffe yeah something like that so I'm like I said, I'm not saying this is the grim stalking me. But sure, still, the third option, the devil. Third, third option, the devil. <laughs> yeah, or as I like to call it, the devil. <laughs> um, you got another one. I do. Yeah. Uh, so this one's video game related, uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure you've heard this one. Uh, so when I was, uh, I must have been 17 or so, uh, living in my parents' house, I uh, was in my room one night real late, like 1 a.m. I knew everybody went to bed uh, and I was up playing Silent Hill. Oh my fucking Christ. Yeah. Like I said, I (laughs) ran the horror gauntlet early. (laughs) Um, So I was playing Silent Hill and I'm, I'm like a few hours into it and it's late. It's completely dark. I have all the lights off. I'm just watching it on my shitty TV playing on my PlayStation. You are a madman. Yeah, for sure. And, and I get to the part where, you go into the school. Okay. I've heard of this part. I never was able to play this game. Yeah, it's fucking creepy, man. Uh, so I, I go into this school, and I'm walking around, and it doesn't really show you much. Uh, there aren't a lot of monsters. It's just creepy atmosphere at the beginning. And so I'm walking around in this. I'm creeped out to begin with. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't really see anything, but I start to get deeper into this school uh, and weird shit's happening. You know, I go into the bathrooms and the whole atmosphere morphs into this hellscape, <laughs> which then I walk out of the bathroom uh, and it's the hallway again, school okay. lockers and shit like that. Uh, I, I don't know if this is an elementary school or not, but regardless, I'm walking down the hall and all of a sudden, I swear this was outside my window. I hear a baby cry. Oh, I have a suspicion. Continue your story. I do too. And I'm going to give the options of what this could be okay, at the end. Okay. And at that point, like the hair stood up on the back of my neck. I, sure. I, I lunged toward the PlayStation. I flipped it off. I jumped in bed, got under the covers, and I just <laughs> noped out. I was like, no, no. This, uh-huh. It's one in the morning. All the lights are off. Everyone's asleep, and I'm playing a horror game. What right. am I doing? Yeah, no, you're, you're out of your mind. And now I might have mind. just heard the devil fucking with me. Sure. So. <laughs> all those, all, all the stuff you thought was never real. <laughs> it's come calling, Jim. Satan the devil. Yeah, yeah. So, Old Lucifer. It could have been... A baby outside my window. It could have been a baby outside sure. my window. Yeah, could have been crawling around out there. The neighbor's house was fairly close. Maybe they had their window open and a, they have a baby. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the other option is a cat. I've heard that cats make a noise just like a baby. <laughs> that was going to be my suggestion because my sister had a cat that she yeah. let up let outside and she would love to basically whore it up underneath my window and caterwaul. <laughs> and I had a couple of the first time that happened, I swore to God. Yeah. It was, and I had a similar thing. Like I was 16. I was in my bed. And I'm like, the fuck. <laughs> and and I like creeped shit. up to my window and looked up like red. I was ready to see it. Cause I was a true, unlike you, I was a true believer. <laughs> you were ready to see. I believe my house could be demonized. I believed right. that I could be stalked by a, a, an evil spirit. And I, I remember like getting screwing up my courage and like 
flinging the window open and sticking my head at the same time. <laughs> and the fucking cat went, whoosh, I saw her running off. And then I was able to, you know, over okay. the course of nights, like, oh, yes, this is the sound. Put it together. Yeah. yeah. Uncanny how much it sounds I like know. a baby. So I'm assuming that's what it was. Third option, the devil. <laughs> I think you mean the devil. <laughs> um, For sure. Yeah. Um, Creepy. I don't have a lot of scary stories. I don't either. My buddy uh, Ace Jace, about, about it, which is Peter Street. If you're a blue old Blue Yonder fans uh, cousin, could just sit and tell you all night long of all the weird fucked up shit he saw. Do you, okay, let me ask you this because this is actually just came around. My girlfriend and I having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of the Satanic Church on Joppa Road, back in our old neighborhood, our old town? Uh, Satanic Church, no. So back when I was in high school, this was a local urban legend. There's like several urban legends around the town we grew up. You had Gravity Hill. Sure. Bun- was that Bunker Hill Road? Gravity uh, Hill? No, it was Heller Road. Heller, okay. I believe it's the name. Or maybe it was Keller Road. It's something like that. But yeah. there was basically a stretch <laughs> in the road. It's the Helen Keller Road, yeah. There's an optical illusion in the terrain where it looks like the road is cocked up at 15 degree angle. And you mm. can go to the middle of it, put your car in neutral, and it looks like you roll uphill. And it's a convincing. And it feels like it, yeah. It's a very convincing illusion. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but out out there in Joppa, there's this, this church, this old looking, kind of like a church off the Walking Dead. That yeah. kind of like white, white, plain Jane, no sign, unmarked, um, gravel parking lot, kind of gravel road leading up to it. And for whatever reason, it got the rumor that this is a satanic church. And the the high schoolers used to go out there and do donuts in the parking lot <laughs> and do other stuff. And they'd always <laughs> that end. That pisses off the devil. He hates donuts. It would always end in a high-speed chase with like a four-by-four four with lights on and everyone's fearing for life. And I always assumed they were just full of shit. What do you mean a high-speed chase with a four-by-four? Four? Like a person would like come a four by four the comes... road. Okay. And like one of the satanic church members. And they... Yeah. Uh, He's pissed off people are screwing up his property. Yes, that's what I think is really happening. But I just assumed that that was just embellishment, that they just, you know, got scared and that there was no high-speed chase. Gotcha. So my girlfriend and I were talking about, because we just went back to my hometown to go to my aunt's Halloween party last week. Uh And I dressed up as Pikachu, and she dressed up (laughs) as Ash Ketchum, and good times are had by all. But we're, we're driving back, and she, like, recognized the area. She's like, oh, I was over here one time. Have you ever been to the satanic church in Joppa Road? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. She goes, no, we went out there one night, mm-hmm. and it was me and two of my friends, and we pulled up into the church yard a lot, and we were getting out and walk because they got like a really creepy – there is a lot of creepy things about this church. Um, I guess they keep the doors unlocked, which is surprising in light of all the other things because I went online and, yeah. and searched for it, and I found some people telling stories online this last week. But apparently they keep the doors unlocked and there's a King James Bible on a podium at the front. <laughs> uh-huh. And people say that it turns pages by itself. Uh-huh, sure. Well, they keep the doors open, apparently, so the wind might be turning pages. There, there's a cre- there's creepy photos of the graveyard where they've got these spirits, which are probably just dust moats and, you know, yeah. all this type of skeptic. There's an interesting YouTube video oh. of someone taking video of the church on Joppa Road. And you can actually... The, it, he pans over what he claims is an animal face. It looks all the world like they just staged a, a mannequin with an animal face. Do we have the power to play YouTube videos on I'm this? I'm not going to do that. Fuck. Next week. We got to figure that out. Next week, we'll figure that out. Because while I'm, you're talking, I would love to be playing this video. No, it's it's super cool. Right. Um, but if you search for like Joppa Road Satanic Church, it's the only thing that comes up on YouTube. Anyway, um, she said, so like 15 minutes into there, they were out looking at the graveyard and like three cars pulled up and blocked them into the parking lot. Oh boy. They ran to their car and locked themselves in and these local people were getting and like shouting at them to get out and all that. So they called the police. Five minutes later, the police came and they came over and like, look, you're trespassing. You're not supposed to be here. These people are like really protective of their... Uh, community and et cetera. And, sure. you know, they're not going to, and he's like, I'm going to tell them to, you know, to let you out, but just don't come back here. This is my beat. I don't ever want to see you again. So yeah. it's like, wow, there is actually an element of truth. Now I think what it is, it's probably a fundamental 
Christian church that's tired of teenagers doing yeah sh- stupid shit to their church. And I, I there's they spray paint weird shit on the str- the road that leads up to it. Mm-hmm. They're probably tired of all that, and also they kind of get off on the persecution, so they just like, they they like scaring teenagers. I don't it, obviously I don't think it's a satanic church. Yeah. But I just thought that was weird. I hadn't thought about that for like 20 years. And then we'd have you driving and she's like, hey, you've heard about the satanic church? And I'm like, hell yeah, I have. <laughs> I had never heard of it. I'm surprised. We went to the same high school because it was all the yeah. rage around Halloween to go out there and fuck Oh, around. well, we didn't go to the same high school. I was homeschooled for most of my high school oh, career. That explains what a weird individual you are. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought you went to Mooresville High. Uh, I did for a little bit. Okay. Well, yeah, no, that's that was like a rite of passage. So okay. uh, anyway, any other spooky stories or should we get to uh, the audience participation part? Yeah, let's see what's going on in Sh- the chat. Sh- should we turn on the, the lights or are we keeping it spooky? Uh, it still looks okay, right? People can see us. Okay. Let us. Let us know if you can't see us. We'll flip on the lights. Yeah, okay, we're, it's, it's, all for, it's all for you, Damien. This is a very special episode. Uh, first question from Keith Old Fisher. Man. I'm going to say oh. user because it's on, it's on YouTube. It's like your full name's on YouTube. Uh, will you be releasing the Lunch with Audio as a podcast in your premium feed? I didn't see the last one. No, but you can no. go back and see all of the previous a Lunch with Jim and Aaron's. Uh, th- this is something that we're kind of learning about Patreon. Um, you can go back and look through all the creations and see everything we've released. The other thing we're going to do is the first of every month, we're going to do- release um, like a little welcome thing that says, here's how you go to get the premium to get the premium feed. Here's where you go to get the Dropbox stuff. Here's where the archives for lunch with Jim and Aaron are. And we're going to maintain yeah. that, but it's, it's, it's weird because if we, I, I, I haven't figured out how to announce this stuff without annoying the people. Yeah. Um, Cause you want new members to be able to find it quickly. And but you, you don't, want persons existing like, members who've been with us for months, not to have to see it every time. Yeah. So, and I think we need to, uh, I think we need to get, there's an automated email that goes out that we can edit. And I think we need to explain some of this a little bit better. Yeah. But this yeah. is the first, first month we've really done it. And, uh, but yeah, that's the, I, I don't, we don't have any plans of stripping the audio out cause we actually don't even record this as a podcast. It's just a video, but you can, you can get to the, uh, you can get to the YouTube link by going through our creation archive. And also I believe there's a plugin you can get for YouTube that converts it to an audio stream that you can get from mobile huh. devices and stuff. So that might be a possibility. Yeah. Oh man, I turned my monitor off. It's not enough light. Uh, Keith uh, double dips on the question and says, "Have you ever been to the haunted house in Vegas on the Strip? I don't remember the name, but it's lame and it costs like twenty five bucks." No, I haven't. When I go to Vegas, I go. I usually go to the sports book to gamble. My yeah. my my whole Vegas experience is built to a NFL Sunday. I lay money on every single game. And hmm. I drink, I get drunk throughout the whole day and yep. I try to structure it. So the Sunday night game is the one I got the most money on. Mm-hmm. So I keep my interest level through, but that's my idea of a good time at Vegas. I do a little bit of blackjack. I do a little bit of slots, but the whole vacation is built around Sunday at the Bellagio sport sports book or something like that. Yeah. I've only been to Vegas once. I did not see the haunted house. Uh, unfortunately, I 25 bucks for a haunted house would have to be pretty fucking good for me to feel like I wasn't getting ripped off. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to, am I going to get a decent steak or am I going to get the shit scared out of me? (laughs) Right. I'd, I'd rather get a decent lap dance, for example, and a VIP. Yeah. I didn't go to any strip clubs while I was there. Uh Uh, I did a lot of gambling and a lot of drinking and that was okay by me. I mean, that's because that's a thing. Like, um, I always get the season pass to Kings Island because it's like 90 bucks and I go at least 15, 20 times. I got a kid. We go to the yeah. water park all the time. Mm-hmm. It pays for itself. So like these, I get 20 haunted houses for essentially free. Yeah. And where we're from, you had a hand haunted acres for like seven, 10 bucks. You get access to 10 haunted houses and corn maze and they really go all out. I mean, there's such a great deal. It's like, man, paying again, 25 bucks for Vegas. I would expect Hollywood quality, special effects, and pant shitting terrifying <laughs> experiences, or I would feel That's like I'm thing. super ripped off. Like I feel like the Midwest is better set up for uh, scary settings than Vegas or or California or Vegas New York. Like sure. where where do you go in Vegas? to get the scary woods atmosphere because that's what you can't you can't it's a desert 
you get scary desert atmosphere, I guess. But, but that's I don't not I don't see a trope, right? Like that's not super scary. They've never used desert as a horror experience. Resident Evil three was it set in a desert for real the third one of those i think yeah well, they went to vegas and it was like almost completely buried under sand and like uh yeah yeah one of the resident evil movies i think it was the third one um but it the resident evil's not scary right resident evil is right. a action uh, action zombie romp uh keith says it's called the goratorium which is closed now uh, as of october 2nd 2014 so i guess he's not oh says, I guess he's not the only one that uh, thought it was lame. <laughs> um, I so yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying. I think that I was listening to the Girls and Hoodies podcast, which is one of my new favorite podcasts. And the girls out there that live in L.A. are saying that there's actually really good haunted houses and experiences in L.A. Hmm. Because you've got the canyons and you've got some of the it's not it's it's a pretty easy drive to get to more pastoral settings. And you got all the Hollywood or frustrated Hollywood makeup artists and special effects guys, and and they go for fucking broke. They're like recreating hostels. Oh, I bet. (laughs) So I, and that made sense. Like I was like, yeah, where do you go to in fucking Burbank? Yeah. To get scared. But I guess you can get some good experiences. Well, you go to Burbank. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, Let's go to She is Geeky. It says, too funny about the paranormal activity as an XJW. Holla! Another ex Jehovah's Witness in the house. We're everywhere. I find that still, I still can't do paranormal exorcist movies. Literally, the hair on my neck stands out. But I own Hostel and have seen Saw type movies. Weirdly enough, I'm the opposite. I'm now fine with paranormal stuff. I do not like watching Saw and Hostel because it trips my two. I don't like seeing stupid people doing stupid things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't like torture porn. Okay. Like then people being hurt for the sake of like pain and gore is I like creepy and I like horrific. I'm not scared by it. I just don't like watching it. Yeah. It's a different kind of horror movie. Yeah. It's, it's the kind that, that turns your stomach, the kind where you like human you say, it, I wouldn't, what I'm would that it feel and... like? What would that experience be like versus the movie is out to scare you, right? Like saw, there's nothing scary about the saw movies. Yeah, at all. Uh, it's it's more of a visceral like, oh, God, I, I, I would hate to have that happen to me. Mm. Whereas The Shining, it's all about the movie trying to creep you out and yeah. scare you yeah. as an I, audience member. And I feel like that's a higher degree of difficulty. For sure. Yeah. You know, grossing someone out is fairly easy. Mm-hmm. I can gross people out. Sure. Uh, creeping people i can creep people out but creep you know making that really feeling of creep and dread is is seems hard to do especially once you get like i do you still get scared at all do you still get the the hair on your, oh, yeah. your head rising because i think like mm-hmm. after a while do you not just become completely inured to that kind of experience not completely no uh Paranormal Activity is a good example of the first one. I thought was just terrifying. It was. It I was like absolutely terrifying. Although I've seen it now, so I think just by being familiar with all the jump scares and whatnot, it would be less scary. Yeah, probably. Uh, I haven't gone back and rewatched that. I saw Paranormal Activity two, not as scary, but still, still definitely creepy. Oh, <laughs> I've got a story with Paranormal Activity two. So, so I just before you get I into that, that I, yeah. I, I saw Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's the first one that I watched this Halloween season because that okay. was the first scary movie I'd seen. Oh, you had seen that before. I well, so I saw it when I was like twenty two or twenty three, and I was still mm-hmm. very much a Jehovah's Witness, and I was uncomfortable throughout the whole movie. And we got to the point where I think Van Helsing is storming the abbey that he's holed up in and he's turned into this giant bat creature i fucking mm-hmm. nope that i had to turn off the movie huh and i was just scared really? the entire time mm-hmm. i rewatched it and it's not scary at all huh. that's what i was thinking i'm like that's not a very scary scene and i'm like what the f- fuck it was just basically i think it's just i was afraid my house was being uh, that's the thing like witnesses and i'm not saying all witnesses yeah but a lot of witnesses especially in the area they truly do believe you watch a movie that contains supernatural elements you can literally open as as in a real horror movie you literally are opening up a gateway a conduit to bring demons and the devil into your house 
And once they're there, they're there to stay. Yeah. Like you have to have a Jehovah's Witness exorcism and say the name Jehovah's of it or to do something crazy <laughs> to, to, and have elders come over and pray to get that shit out. And then, and my mom was a especially conservative witness. So I really grew up believing that was a fact. And yeah. I think that's part of it is like, I watched this movie and the whole time I'm thinking, Oh God, you've got that baseline terror on top of anything else. So when anything yeah. got a little bit scary, I just like, yeah, noped up. Sure. Sure. Uh, Blair Witch was another good one that got me uh, when it came out. That that found footage stuff I find is pretty good at giving you the atmosphere you need to be scared. I, I saw the Paranormal Activity four. I haven't seen. And it's officially anything. got ridiculous. Like there I, I is bet. no fucking reason anyone would continue filming or film in the circumstances they're doing. I mean, the, the scares themselves are still effective, but the the pretense is ridiculous. There's only so many times yeah. you can have an excuse for people filming just weird mundane things and stuff like that before it becomes dumb. Mm-hmm. And Paranormal 4 found that and went past it. So Yeah, those kind of movies need a break every once in a while. Yeah, or something, a change of venue or something. I don't know. Or they need to not worry so much about a narrative arc. Like that was the charm about Blair Witch is that Net doesn't wasn't really telling a story. It almost let you figure out the story yourself. Yeah. Like, like it didn't lead you down any kind of path. There was not so much a narrative as it was these kids just find spooky shit in the woods. Sure. And now you're constructing the narrative in your head. Like, is, sure. is there a witch? What did they do to these kids? Like that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, somebody asked a question. I don't know what happened to it, but I remember seeing it. I don't know where you can withdraw a question, but they asked, is there any possible way we can add a tab under our podcast menu to collect all the commissioned podcasts. No. We can't really. We put them in different feeds, right? I don't know. Would it be a good... If I'm putting on my marketing hat and I'm trying to market this product, which is commissioned podcast and give good examples, it might not be a bad idea to establish a separate feed. Sure. And we can put them in the movie and we can put it in the TV, but we can also put them in the commissioned podcast feed. That's what we need is another podcast feed. Oh, shit, right? Behind the scenes, we have it's a horror show. You want to know what's really scary? <laughs> Having 57 feeds for a fucking podcast. Ah! Because you think about it, we have to have a feed for every podcast, uh-huh. an ad free feed, a fire hose feed, a feed for fucking Stitcher. I don't even remember why. Why do we have a separate feed for Stitcher? It's because we want. Because Stitcher doesn't have the same iTunes limitation with number of episodes right. in the feed or size of the feed. Right. So Stitcher can get all of the episodes, whereas iTunes needs like the last season's worth. And right. Um, so yeah, yeah. So the, yeah, we and I don't know we might stop doing that honestly because that's dumb. That's twice as many feeds that we don't even really need. Yeah, I mean, we just, ultimately there's no overhead. There's almost no overhead that's in true. adding a new feed. Yeah, uh, it's just the time it takes to set it up, and just the overhead. from a visual perspective, when we go into our admin section, <laughs> it's crazy. It's overwhelming. It's crazy. Yeah. You have to scroll page after page after page to find the right feed. And I try to hide the stuff that is off season, mm-hmm. so like twenty four doesn't show up anymore. Fargo well, leftovers. Yeah, that stuff. We still but, have so much stuff. Yeah, we still have three, four podcasts on the air at any given time. Um. Oh, that was. Uh, that was uh, Freddie Couples. Don't worry about Yeah, don't worry about sticking to the theme, man. This is your show. Yeah, yeah. We got our horror rocks off. We're ready to talk talk shop. Did we? Not quite. So, Paranormal Activity 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen that one, too. Yeah. I that was to, still a pretty good one. This, this was past the point where I was jaded with Paranormal Activity. Like, Paranormal Activity 2 is a, a kind of scary movie. I agree. Not as good as one, um, but it had some effective stuff in it. And I, I went to... That was the one they really endangered a baby, too. That they showed okay. a baby, and, that, and that's like, I'm a sucker for that shit. Yeah. A baby yeah, in a know. crib being exposed to Supernatural is just the worst. Why? Because I just don't... It's a completely like They can't understand the real world, let alone... It's a completely innocent, defenseless being yeah. being corrupted by an evil force. That's really... That, I don't know. It keeps, yeah, it, it shame, into, shame on you, demons. It shame taps on into you. something very primal with me. <laughs> Uh, so me and my girlfriend at the time go to this movie. Okay. And we're like, 
so I, this I was not a scary experience. I, I've never seen one in the theater. I want to ask about the uh, the horror theater experience. Oh, you've never seen a horror movie in theaters? Because I imagine just like a comedy uh-huh. is funnier when everyone's laughing when people. But on the other hand, like teenage girls screaming at everything would get old. Yeah, it does. So is it more fun to go and see it in the theater? Is it more fun to sit on a couch in a dark room with your sweetie? So if you're jaded. I feel like it's more fun to go to the theater because the uh, things that you are not scared by, you laugh at when other people are scared. You laugh at the other people being scared by them. Yeah. Uh, like obvious jump scares coming. You're like, all right, here comes the jump scare. And it happens and everybody screams and you're like, these idiots. Mm-hmm. God, these idiots. Uh, didn't you see that coming? Yeah. So I take my girlfriend to this movie and, you know, we, we watch the whole thing. And by the time we get out, it's like 10 at night. And uh, she doesn't actually know the way to the place we're going after this which was it my house uh no because living in greenfield i found it very hard sometimes to close the deal when i'm like (laughs) you go out (laughs) in a probably far distance you turn Uh right at a cornfield you go down this road it's in a weird wooded ass subdivision and and it's not maple court it's maple lane (laughs) there are 50 i know there are 15 maples around here lots of women whipping yuis in my rear view mirror and open it (laughs) sure but but anyway so she doesn't know where she's going so she gps's it she's like all right google google will take me there uh some point along this journey we realize we have no fucking clue where we're going and it's just getting more and more backwards okay uh at some point we cross a rickety wooden bridge uh just going into the fucking middle of nowhere yeah. the wilderness sure and we're like this can't be the right direction but we keep following it because uh-huh. google tells us this is the right way uh-huh and then so we cross that that shitty wooden bridge we come around a corner down a, a dirt road what, did you put the destination as carcosa what the fuck <laughs> she might have i don't know did the king in yellow come out and say hi <laughs> pretty much uh so we turn the, we round this corner and she stops the car and i'm like what is going on uh-huh. and she looks over and she sees these two yellow eyes just staring oh sure i'm like but yeah and at this point I'm laughing because uh-huh. I like she she's freaking out. She's screaming. She's uh-huh. like, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. Yeah. It's like, a possum or something. Yeah, it was a dog. Okay. Like and, and I'm laughing because I can see why it's scary to her. Cause having just come out of this horror movie and being like completely unaware of where we are, it's funny to me that I see this dog staring at us. And I'm like, yeah, clearly that's an animal. But she's freaking out, and I thought it was funny. Mm. So, uh, a couple other questions. Keith F is back, and he says, "Is there a way to add chat during the feed where we can all comment to each other about the feed?" I don't know. That's a good question. I think mm. he's talking about this lunch with Jim and Aaron deal, where yeah. you can have real time chat uh-huh. in 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 opposition or in addition to the Q and A thing. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll try to find out. Okay. Um, Let's see. We got a couple others. Uh, Keith also says, are there any new podcasts on the horizon now that Mad Men is almost over? Of course. I don't know what all they're going to be. I mean, next year I know we're scary. We're going to have True Detective season two coming. Our schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't I we don't know. We don't want to. That's the one thing we've learned this year is we don't want to fill up our schedule so full that we don't can't take on new and interesting things. Yeah, because we got ourselves in trouble a couple times in a year where we were doing six podcasts a week and didn't have time for anything else, including the network and business development stuff that we have to do in order to make this thing work. Yeah, we have to. We were just surprised. We have to make money to stay. (laughs) Shocker. I know to make to make these podcasts. But um, I think I know we're going to do the Americans. Mm -hmm. I know Justified's coming back. I know we're doing True Detective season two which are all new podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and also I know that HBO has, has, has really tooled up this year because they lost True Blood. They lost Boardwalk Empire. I feel like they lost another one that I'm forgetting. They, they lost like three shows and they're retooling to bring some of that stuff back. So uh, I'm very mm-hmm. interested always to see what they come up with as well. So yeah. Um, anyway, that's kind of our, our early 2015 plans. We'll see if it changes. Uh, Freddie C said, Freddie Couple said, "All right then." In keeping with the top three theme from last week, hmm. top three video games of all time. 
damn man Come we gotta on. figure out a way to submit these in advance uh because <laughs> this is an incredibly hard question to answer uh i i i tend to want to run back to Nestland and throw like super mario brothers 3 throw metroid zelda star control 2 is way up there for me uh wing commander like wing commander 3 was way up there for me the last of us is fucking awesome but it's it's hard half-life i mean how do you choose (laughs) we actually sat to do this for a bit on blue yonder we're going to do the top 77 video games and we're going to do a show format where we all bring i think we're all going to bring 33 and then we're going to really duke it out and make like an ultimate os per uh uh, um top top podcast or top uh, video games and really justify it we had rules like we're each allowed two vetoes we could be like nope that game's bullshit it's not going to be on my list (laughs) we had two like overrides where you could just play your card and be like no it is on this list it's at this position that would Uh, be kind of fun to do sure maybe maybe as a youtube video or something what are you thinking uh so i've done this before i had an old podcast called power play that uh, we did this on yeah um is power play exist anywhere yeah sure really oh it's you can get it the on the files internet. are on the internet seriously all right you keep talking i'm gonna search good luck finding <laughs> it um challenge so my top three in that were super mario brothers 3 tetris and counter-strike and i think damn tetris is a strong one i played so much fucking tetris i love that game uh I, I played more Counter-Strike than I've ever played anything in my life, certainly. Um, so that that's probably my number one. Um, Tetris might be number three, and I think I'm modifying it to Super Mario World being number two. See, I we had a big, uh, we had a vigorous debate once about yeah. whether Super Mario Brothers three or Super Mario Brothers World is the best Super Mario Brothers. I'm a three fan. Because I feel like Super Mario World was an evolution of the concepts introduced. And the fact that I still think it's incredible what they fit on an S cartridge for Super Mario Bros. 3. And how they made that game look. That game looked yeah. outstanding for an Yeah, NES and it still game. holds up. Like I, yeah. That was one of the first uh, games me and my son played. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, oh my God, your forums are up. <laughs> the, the forums where holy shit i i trolled the shit out of you yeah you did are are here wow um, uh i'm having a hard time getting to the actual file though but uh yeah i, don't know. I, don't I feel know like a little bit there a little bit of googling and i could find this stuff and you guys could too it's power play if you, if you search for power play gong radio Yep, that's the best way to get to the the old, old, <laughs> old school content. 2006 is when that podcast was coming out. Super old. Um, those are strong. Counter Strike's pretty good. I would go yeah, probably uh, Doom Two if I was going to pick a shooter. That's my favorite. Okay, like, like revolutionary. Uh, most time spent. My personal skill level. I was really, really, really good at Doom Two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. That's acceptable <laughs> i will accept that answer uh she is geeky probably one or two more questions we're gonna get out of here because we got a bunch of stuff left to do uh she is geeky says here's a vampire movie recommendation for aaron and cecily oh i said my real name shit aaron and cecily <laughs> near dark 1987 with adian pastar lance hendrickson i like him and bill paxton whoa getting aliens game back together <laughs> Best descriptions of vampire horror western romance. So it's like uh, what I like to call a so bad it's awesome type of movie. We will check that out because we uh, we were watching a lot of horror movies. When it, uh, we'll probably be watching another one tonight. The '80s is a great decade for so bad it's awesome. Yeah, because the tech it, it's all about yeah. the effects, the amount of schlock that was acceptable. Yeah, like I haven't gone through. I haven't seen a single Nightmare in Elm Street or Friday the Thirteenth, and I kind of Halloween. Feel like yeah, I've seen Halloween. Okay. And I didn't find it especially scary. I, fi- I don't In know fact, why, I surpri- but I found Halloween 4 fairly disturbing. Oh, well, I'm just talking about the original. I'm just, okay. I figured the sequels were just bullshit. Uh, Hellraiser was very scary. Uh, the original Hellraiser, because I saw Hellraiser it Hellraiser is fucking frightening. I disturbing. Saw it. Okay, good. Because yeah. I saw that as like a 22-year-old. And the only way I... I've seen a lot of horror movies on basic cable. Mm-hmm. So I know I didn't get the full experience. Yeah. yeah. 
but yeah, even that was enough to sh- make me shit my pants when I was like 17, 18 years old. Yeah, Pinhead is, or whatever he's called. God, yeah, that movie is fucking disturbing. Uh, Keith Fisher says, with your comment about schedule, I was wondering if you'll get to my commission podcast before Christmas. <laughs> yes. If, in fact, if it's, uh, if big it's trouble, in little, big trouble in little China, it's, it's getting to today. What? That's the, huh? We're going to record it today, right? Oh, oh, I thought we had, I don't think we're we, releasing. No, we push bald move to Monday, bald move TV to Monday. Yeah. Okay. We, we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will not release it today, but we're going to watch and record, uh, it today. But if it's not, then you're you're probably we're taking next week off of commission stuff because we're going to be in Albuquerque at the Breaking Bad Fan Fest having a good time. But next week um, we'll be recording again. So we got uh, a little bit of backlog on the the commission stuff. But uh, I would think in the next two or three weeks, you'll you'll be getting your uh, your good stuff. So mm-hmm. and I think that's going to do it, people. Thank you for hanging out and having lunch with us. Uh getting getting a little moody and atmospheric in the studio we'll be back next week we might actually be doing the lunch gym and air on on location from albuquerque or we might bang it out wednesday i'm not sure what the schedule we gotta that's the next thing we gotta uh friday afternoons we set the schedule for next week so uh we'll figure it out but we will be back next week and until then have a great rest of your lunch day slash weekend. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Get yeah. a fuck ton of candy. Stay safe. Have a good time with your kids if you got them. That's what it's all about. And uh, we'll see you later. See you.